At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Always follow the money. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Good morning, Monday morning, everyone. It is Follow the Money, and no, we are not Mitch Moss and Pauly Howard. We are Sean King to my left. I am Tim Murray. It is vacation mode. It is summertime. It is what is thought to be one of the slowest weeks of the school of the of the sports calendar. But I say, forget that. It is a, a fun weekend here in Las Vegas. And we got a lot to get to. Mr. King, how are you, sir? I am excellent. Uh, we do get the benefit of living here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And this has been one of the most star-studded weekends that I've experienced in a long time. Celebrities everywhere in town. A lot of them to see the San Antonio Spurs number one pick. We'll talk about that a little bit. Maybe they might get done with Wimbledon at some time in the month of July. <laughs> as the weather's wrecked havoc. I'm still upset with the people in the neighborhood there that surrounds the all-English tennis club. Uh, they don't like the lights on at a certain time, and they've cost <laughs> me dearly as I've been on the bad end of some suspended games. But other than that, all good, Tim. By the way, you betting tennis is amazing. It just I'm trying to come up with a nickname. So I got Puck Shradamus for hockey. and just, just stop. You know, I created the Cincinnati Reds in this you know movement that they're on. So I'm trying to figure the tennis thing out. I mean, already we're we're like a minute into this show, and you you if you don't already know what I have to deal with on it, the guy doesn't even know what a tennis ball looks like, and he's trying to now create a nickname because he bet on Andy Murray a couple days ago. So congratulations, Sean. Uh, I don't even know if you knew what country Wimbledon was played in, but congrats on your future nickname of uh, trying to find ways to bet. On tennis. All right, we got a lot to get to. Will Brinson going to join us in hour number three. We'll talk some NBA with Sean Devaney in hour three as well. Uh, but plenty to get to. And you mentioned it, Sean. Uh, we were on the air on VEASAN primetime leading up to the Victor Wembenyama debut on Friday night. 
And uh, let's be honest, on Friday night, it was a buzz down there at Thomas and Mac, the home of UNLV. It was a sellout. Seats you could not find. I was uh, listening to Jonathan Von Tobel over the weekend, and he said, you know, he was basically in a standing room only type of situation when he was down there. And shout out to everyone here at VEASAN because it has been uh, phenomenal coverage down there, and it will continue uh, with our set live from uh, uh, Summer League. But after Friday night, my goodness, if, if only that game, that debut, Sean, was on a Tuesday night, because every talking dope out there would have called him a bust. He's terrible. Why the hype? I could see the the headlines now. But fortunately for Victor Wembanyama and everybody out there, he did have another game. He played last night, and he was good last night. He had 27 points. He had 12 rebounds. He had a nice you know, step back. He went through the legs, step back, elbow jumper. Uh, they're showing a stat up on SportsCenter, 25-10-3, first player to do that in a summer league game since 2017. So I think we could pump the brakes a little bit. He's not going to suck. I don't know what he's going to be this year, but let's not go absolutely nuts about one poor performance, in which he was clearly... You know, he was nervous. He was, uh, you know, you could say things were a little toxic there, you know, going into the game. You know, I found myself defending Wimby and his way, game one performance. The, the Britney Spears yeah, yeah. Went, went over your head there. Move on, please. I've, uh, I found myself defending Wimby's first game performance because you have to understand, Tim, the kid's 19 years old. Not even 19 and a half. Just turned 19 in January. He's seven foot five, 237 pounds. I wasn't looking for production as much as I was looking for skills, uh, movements. What we've seen in NBA history when guys of his size have come into the league, kind of awkward, not as coordinated, uh, definitely not a great change of direction, and most importantly, inability to really handle the basketball. He can do all of those things. He's going to be fine. I challenge people to go and look at Giannis' rookie physique. And then look at Giannis now. And so Victor, to me, will be on the same career path in art. He seems like a kid. It's all basketball. He's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Giannis, when he, was a, when he was a rookie. He was frail. He was a child. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you certainly see things. And, and we tend to do this with Summer League where you kind of you, you lose your mind on, on certain things. Now, if you have a first-round pick and he's absolutely horrendous, eh, then a little cause for concern. But remember, it wasn't that long ago where all the talk on the morning shows and you know the hot take shows were that Trey Young sucks. He was going to be terrible because he had a poor summer league. He's been just fine. So if Victor Wembanyama's debut was last night, which was the 27 and 12 and the three blocks, it might have been a little bit overblown now you look at the uh the betting and uh, you know we we had the john ewing tweet from bet mgm where he's minus 200 to win nba rookie of the year DraftKings is sitting at minus 130 for victor Wembanyama. so those odds have come down a little bit i think he was as high as minus 200 at DraftKings. chet holmgren sitting at plus 350 i don't know if you can pull away sweeping proclamations for the rookie of the year market. Scoot Henderson gets banged up in that first game. I'll say this, though, Sean. Prior to the the injury to Scoot Henderson on Friday night, he was phenomenal. Yeah, I was going to echo that. And what I'm also looking for is who looks box office. And 
it looks like Scoot Henderson is box office. Like he's explosive. He's gonna he's gonna dominate the highlights. I think from day one. Only thing I kind of get worried about with Scoot and the MVP. I mean, in the Rookie of the mm-hmm. Year situation, is the uncertainty with Damian Lillard. So uh, until that's cleaned up a little bit for me, Tim, I- I'm gonna hesitate to actually make a wager. But out of all of the rookies I've seen, he looks like the one that's most ready to go out and make a significant impression on the public and the people that follow the NBA. So, Scoot Henderson, somebody I'm watching. Also, though, keep in mind, Chet Holmgren. Even yep. though it's year two, he's eligible for NBA Rookie of the Year due to missing last season because of injury. You know, one guy who, uh, by the way, uh, speaking of last year's rookies, uh, a guy who's been playing incredibly well so far in Summer League is Jabari uh, Jabari uh, Smith. Smith. He's been phenomenal, which is, which is what you want to see for these guys, you know, entering year two. You want to see something like that, and he's he's been fantastic for the Houston Rockets. So, and if you remember last year entering the draft, you know it was this big fiasco because yep. of the odds, you know, switching. But there was not a consensus number one. At stretches, it was Chet Holmgren. At stretches, it was Jabari Smith. Ultimately, it ended up being Paulo Banchero. But now you're starting to see in year two, after some seasoning, some development, he came into the NBA. Uh, one year removed from high school as well, he's starting to physically catch up to what his skill set is. So you're going to see a lot of improvement in a lot of these young players and from year one to year two and so forth and so on because they're coming into the league at such a young age. 33 and 38 for Jabari Smith so far. Pretty decent. In summer league. I, I'm curious if we're going to see any more of Victor Wembanyama. The, the Spurs are scheduled to play on Tuesday against the Wizards where it would be him against his former teammate on the Metro 92's uh, Bilal Koulibaly. Uh, but last night, I hope, calmed some folks down. I mean, I think this the biggest thing is, is going to be the physicality, right? He is, as you alluded to about, you know, Giannis's vis- physique when he entered the, the league, he's 7'5", he is skinny, and they're going to want to, especially you saw it kind of in that first game on Friday night, they went after him. They kind of, you know, try to push him around a little bit. Um, you, you also got to remember this too, Sean. Like he's not playing with a, you know, an NBA point guard. You know, once he's in Pop's offense, you had a question on on Friday too. How long is Pop going to coach? Well, got your answer. You got a five year extension. I mean, Pop gonna be a uh, Pop old as Jesus, man. Pop gonna be 103 <laughs> on the sideline, still barking. Get back on defense. <laughs> Victor's keeping him young, baby. Um, but no, it was uh, it was the atmosphere there. Uh, these past you know couple nights has has been great. Good for basketball. Oh, absolutely. There's a bigger buzz this year than there was last year. No doubt. So I'm excited about it. We here in Vegas. I mean, when they scan the stands, the stars are out. Not just basketball, but across the board. So obviously the NBA and its summer league are is starting to become a big deal. I mean, there was a point when summer league was kind of an afterthought. I think half of it was in Orlando. Other half was in Las Vegas, but I think they've kind of really started to fine tune, you know, and turn it into a spectacle, and that's good. No, there's no doubt. No, absolutely. And uh, last night and and Friday night, look, the buzz was there. Um, you know, shout out to uh, Jonathan Von Tobel who came on our show and gave out the under in that uh, in that Spurs Hornets game. I think there was like seventy three oh, points. Oh, that was a great call <laughs> after three quarters. So uh, we were uh, we were sitting pretty on that one. Well done, JVT, on uh, on a little underplay overreaction after you know the game prior, the Rockets and the Blazers had gone well over the total. But um, you know, 
So I must admit, I'm sitting in my little private, fancy cigar lounge. We've got a lot of people. This is an event going on, a cigar event in Vegas Thanks called PCA. And I'm running around giving out the under in the game, and people are high-fiving me. They're calling me the greatest. I did give you your props, JVT, but you made a lot of people uh, happy. You bought a lot of cigars this weekend because <laughs> that was never in doubt. That was an easy Winner. All right, we have the home run derby tonight. We'll get to uh, those odds as the bracket breakdown. Uh, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, Sean and I did not collaborate, but we are on the same play, so we'll get that for you. So uh, I'm sort of like an expert when it comes to this. I did give out Juan Soto, I think, here on Follow the Money last year. So on the other side of the break, I definitely have a strong opinion in the first round Wait, we're not doing of the other tonight's side of the break. home run derby. By the way, I'll, I'll just a quick uh, a quick aside. Uh, Juan Soto last year played for the Nats. I mentioned it, I don't know, a week prior to the home run derby. I roll, I can't believe it. And then magically I see Twitter blow up. Oh, Sean gave out Juan Soto on on the home run derby. It's funny how those things work. But hey, good call of listening. You actually listened last year, though. Growing progress there. Tim Murray, Sean King, we're in for Mitch and Paul. Win some, lose some from a busy weekend. That's coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Download the DraftKings app today, and new customers can bet $5 and get $150 in bonus bucks instantly. Use promo code VSIN, that's V-S-I-N, when you sign up. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray, in for Mitch and Pauly for this week as those gentlemen enjoying a little well-deserved vacation. A uh, quick tweet before we get to our next guest, Eric Eager. Uh, Chris on Twitter said, you've never heard anyone interview the great Ron Washington when he coached third base? He gets interviewed more than the GM. So 
that is uh, that is fair. Uh, we have on our good friend Eric Eager, and uh, I will first start this interview with a little inside baseball and an apology. So I I texted our good friend E last night, mm-hmm. Eric Eager, Sumer Sports at Eric Eager underscore. And I said, hey, you want to come on? Sean and I are doing the show the next two days. He said, yeah, let's do tomorrow. And for some reason, Sean, I saw the T and I thought it said Tuesday. And he texts me. He's like, we doing this thing? I'm like, oh, God, sorry. So, uh, E, appreciate the flexibility. You're up early with us. Uh, how you doing, brother? Look, I'm at least two hours further ahead than you. So, <laughs> like, you guys, you know, you guys are the champions today getting up this early. But, yeah, I mean, you only get so many days where I get up uh, and at least do my hair a little bit. So, <laughs> I figured we'd make a count here. All right, now let's get let's get down to business though, uh, because I, I'm glad we were we were you know in the break. Eric was like, "Well, what do you want to hit on?" And I'm like, "Ah, what what's striking your fancy?" He said, "Well, I just broke down the AFC South. I think that's a great starting point because Sean has got some it's got some feelings about this division, which I, I find is an intriguing division. So you've got an odds-on favorite in the Jacksonville Jaguars." Are we getting a little too crazy with this Jacksonville team making them around a minus 165 favorite or so to win the AFC South this year? I believe so. I think that this is, you know, more of a league average team, which, you know, if you look at the history of the league, it's just really, really hard to kind of, you know, lay a negative price with a league average team to do anything. Right. So, uh, you know, I put them more, you know, minus. Uh, 115 minus 110 or or so to to win the division, which is still pretty good for a team that picked number one overall consecutive off seasons. But uh, as far as laying, you know, almost a you know buck sixty, buck seventy right now, to me that's a, a bridge too far. You know, and I agree that I think the after effects of their second half comeback down in Jacksonville versus the Chargers in the playoff game has created a lasting impression. You know, especially with the public. And I do think people are getting a little bit ahead of themselves. I actually think the Tennessee Titans are the correct stock to purchase in the AFC South. The best culture of almost any team in the AFC outside of Kansas City, to me, is Tennessee. Uh, 11-5, and 12-5 and five coming into last year. Rocky offseason before last year. I, I still think Mike Vrabel and staff never forgave John Robinson for making that A.J. Brown trade. And when you look what happened in season, Titans were sitting at 7-3, and three, lost two in a row. They actually fired John Robinson. And I think that kind of created this rebirth, even though it called, uh, culminated, Eric, with them missing the playoffs. They bring in Rand Carthon, who had been in San Francisco with John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan. I think they're revamping how they're building that roster, but the culture's there. Tannehill's been really good in the regular season. Traylon Burks is in year two. They have a nice young tight end in Chigo Aquanco, who I think is going to be really good. Drafted Tajay Spears as a 1B to the big guy coming downhill. Also, Pete Skaronsky, very versatile offensive lineman. I like Tennessee a lot to win the division, and I think they're a dark horse to be really prominent come playoff time. Yeah, I mean, that's a yeah, win total right now, seven uh, and a half. Uh, I think they're plus 280 or so to win the division. They do get Harold Landry back too, with, you know, who is a pretty good player and missed a lot of, missed all of last season. The, the worries for me there are offensive line and corner, uh, which are positions where if you have injuries and this is a Titans team that has been just bludgeoned. I mean, I, 2021, they had 
kind of the most impressive one seed I've ever seen where they played the most players, I think, in league history and still got the top seed in the AFC. Uh, if they, you know, hopefully Carthon can bring over some of that stuff, you know, from San Francisco, uh, you know, that keep them healthier. But, you know, right now you look at O-line, that's Andre Dillard. He was a, you know, bust in, in Philadelphia. Skaronsky's good. I agree with that. But he's probably going to have to swing over and play some right tackle now that Nicholas Petit-Freer uh, was betting on, you know, not not betting on football games, betting on other games and will miss six games. I agree with you on a conquo. He was the 2.6 yards per route run last year as the highest among tight ends uh, in the NFL. So he was very efficient in the low sample. So there's some stuff to like there. Uh, my preference, if I'm betting on a team in this division, is the Colts. Uh, but I agree with you that there is some opening for one of these other three teams to come up and win that division. Talking to our good friend Eric Eager. You can follow him on Twitter at Eric Eager underscore. Now, your Colts opinion, Eric, is that correlated to Anthony Richardson being quarterback or to Gardner Minshew being quarterback with Richardson having a small package? No, I think it's it's Steichen and Richardson to me where you look at Steichen and, and when he was first Hurts. an offensive coordinator in Los Angeles, he was, you know, he got Herbert to rookie of the year uh, in 2020. 2021, you know, the Eagles had a win total of six and a half, I want to say. And people, I, I bet under that. I thought that they were going to be terrible. Um, he got, you know, the, when they gave him play calling reins, he was very, very good. Got Hurts to a respectable spot. And then, of course, Hurts was amazing last year, finishing second in, in MVP voting. And I look at Richardson. Obviously, there's there's some downside there. But I think the upside for Richardson is a combination of Justin Herbert and, and Jalen Hurts. Uh, and so, to me, you add that offensive line is healthier, got better as the season progressed last year with a running game of Jonathan Taylor, better receivers, frankly, um, you know, that than these other teams in the AFC South save Jacksonville. And so I, I just like, you know, that that combination with a win total of six and a half. I'm going to take them at a, at a more uh, fruitful price. You know, this is going to be interesting to watch. Actually, actually fascinating because I, I think Anthony Richardson could lead the NFL highlight reel every week and lead the NFL in turnovers at quarterback. It's going to be fascinating to watch him as a rookie. Yeah, I think, I mean, you could even think about, like, in Carolina in 2011, right, Cam Newton came in, and, you know, as a passer was okay, as a runner was amazing, and that lifted the the floor of that offense. Now, that Panthers team only finished 7-9 and nine, uh, the first few years under Newton. That would get you over this win total for the Colts, by the way, but... Um, but yeah, it is interesting because I do I do agree with you. I think that for young quarterbacks, we always have to, you know, as as betters, you have to think about um, the difference between encouraging and, and entertaining and actually good. Talking to our good friend Eric Eager at Eric Eager underscore Sumer Sports. Make sure you check out all the work that they do. Follow them on their YouTube page. He's got the link uh, there on his Twitter profile as well. Uh, e, you know, over the years, I would say you've had at least the last three years, you know, here since we've been talking on VEASAN, you've had a great pulse on what to do with the Washington football franchise. So two years ago, we played their over. They ultimately win that division. Uh, I think they went seven and nine, but still won the division. Then the following year, last year, you and I kind of said, this love is way overblown, hit the under, and that ultimately came home. Now you've got a win total at six and a half, 12 to one to win this division. And I think it all stems on what the hell are they going to get from the quarterback? And I know Sean's got you know a big opinion on Sam Howell, but what do you make of this Washington team? Is this another potential situation like two years ago where you could possibly buy low on Washington? 
I think so. You know, they win total six and a half. You know, we make it about 7.3. So it's like a little bit like a 5% edge or so in going yeah. over uh, that number, depending upon where you, what, what price you're getting. Uh, you know, Dotson, uh, Samuel, and McLaurin, great trio of wide receivers for Howell to work with. Running backs are pretty good, especially if they get Brian Robinson, the majority of those carries over, uh, you know, uh, over Gibson. And then on defense, like I like what they did at corner, obviously. Uh, you know, with Emmanuel Forbes, he's a little smaller, um, but that that adds to a stable of, you know, Kendall Fuller, who was quite good last year. Uh, and then the defensive front, you're, you're going to have a hungry Chase Young, assuming he's healthy, uh, having, you know, declined his fifth year option. Like, I think that this team has a lot of ways to win. And, you know, Eric Bieniemy coming over, um, you know, he did really well with with Patrick Mahomes as a as a youngster early on. And, you know, not to say that Howell can even come close to that, but he doesn't really have to. Right. The, the one issue that I have is their schedule is really tough. Last year, their schedule was really easy. They were about a point easier per game on the, uh, on a neutral field. This year, they're about 0.6 points harder than the average team on a neutral field schedule-wise, which is why this year they, they have a win total of 6.5, whereas last year it was 7.5, 8, uh, depending upon where you were looking. You're absolutely right, Eric. If Chase Young is motivated, potentially best defensive line in football, never forget this. At North Carolina, 92 touchdown passes, only 23 picks in three years, never through double-digit interceptions. Sam Howell's going to take care of the football. They're going to run it, be great on defense. E, always a pleasure, man, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Take there care. There he is, the great Eric Eager at Eric Eager underscore. Folks, this is VEASAN's Follow the Money on the DraftKings Network. There's plenty more coming today with Gojo, Dan Lebitard, Ross Tucker here at VEASAN. Sean and I working with some of the sharpest betting experts. Check us out on VEASAN.com. Follow the money. Two more hours coming up on VEASAN, and we're breaking down the rookie quarterback class with a former NFL quarterback next. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Good Monday morning, Tim Murray and Sean King, the crew from VSIN Primetime, which you can catch weeknights from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Filling in for the boys this week. Enjoy a little vacation, Mitch and Paul. They'll be back next week. We got the All Star Game tomorrow. We got the Home Run Derby tonight. We got some bets. Uh, be afraid. Be very afraid that Sean and I are on the same page here. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. We well, will see. <laughs> I mean, my track record in Home Run Derbies is phenomenal. As I gave out Juan Soto outright last year. I think he was what 21, 22 to one or something like that. No, he wasn't that high. Yeah. So uh, I, I got a good track record Home Run Derby. By the way, just a reminder, I brought it up on at that point, the nightcap, and then Sean goes on follow the money and takes all the credit. So that's what he does. He, you know, it's the type of guy that he does, very selective hearing. But uh, hey, maybe we can uh, rekindle the magic uh, that we had last night. Let's bring in Will Brinson uh, from CBS, a man who knows a thing or two about making a wager here and there, senior NFL <laughs> writer. So, uh, Will, we appreciate you jumping on on a uh, – on a on a Monday morning here, um, you know we you know, were- I actually I actually did the Friday afternoon hit on Veasan, so I'm like I'm really like you know some people are some people are like nine to like I'm the you know some people are first in 
Or like, like I'm first in, last out is what I'm saying. Here. <laughs> we love it. Last By the way, in, first out, I guess. I'm just, I'm just looking at the the setup right there, and I, we're gonna do NFL talk. But you got a Wolfpack uh, helmet back yeah. there. We were just talking a little Brennan Armstrong. So what's the buzz down in the triangle? They all in? They're gonna do the stupid little uh, the Wolfpack oh, thing? Whoa, 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 whoa! Stupid little Wolfpack. That is, that's the lamest. Thing. Will, did you go to NC State? Yeah, for a very long time. Oh, look, I mean, come on. I mean, I'm not got, a doctor. I'm not a doctor, but I went there for a while. You, I mean, um, at least you got your degree. At least you got your degree under like Setson Bennett, who went to uh, Georgia for about seven years and somehow oh, no, didn't no, no. graduate. Stetson Bennett and I were Stetson Bennett and I were like uh, born the same the same day in the same <laughs> hospital. Um, wait, 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 what, wait. Where did you go to school? Oh, the pride of Muhlenberg <laughs> College in Allentown, Pennsylvania, baby. The Mules, shout out. <laughs> Wait, 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 you're rooting for somebody called the Mules, and you're dogging the like, like the one I mean, school. But this you, is, you, wait, you're t- dude. We haven't won a title in any major sport in 27 years. Will you give us the freaking hand signal? <laughs> I'll, 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 on, no, I'll, I'll say this: I have trauma from that that hand signal because I went to God. What was it? it was that? 2 Gator Bowl, and I saw. Oh, Phillip- we beat the crap out of Notre Dame. That's 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 the that's literally the highlight of NC State football in the last twenty five years. So if you will not make fun of the hand signal we do for the Wolfpack, that would be great. Thank you. Uh, look, I'm a Notre Dame fan, so I'm traumatized by this hand signal that was out I give there. Brady, I, I give Brady Quinn crap about that game all the time, and he <laughs> reminds me that we had, that's our biggest win in twenty five years. So, so will yeah. let me interject here because this is going to be fascinating to watch. Out of all the quarterback movement, I do think Brennan Armstrong to NC State is very intriguing because I think uh, Devin O'Leary had reached his ceiling there. I don't know that the program could take the next step. He's kind of more of a game manager. But I'll say this, man, if Tony Elliott, it wasn't my boy. I mean, he absolutely ruined Brennan Armstrong. The year before Tony yeah, he did. got wow. to Virginia. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a, that is, that's, what would you say if you didn't like Tony Elliott? <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, but you're not wrong. Like, and, and what's interesting no, 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 about so him is. Let me get his stats, Will. So for the people no, no, that are no, listening and watching. 4,000 passing yards. He's right. ACC player of the year. In 21, Brennan Armstrong threw for 4,500 yards, yeah. 31 touchdowns, and 10 picks last who year. Was his, who was his offensive coordinator? Robert and Robert, I. Robert right. Who's NC State's offensive Absolutely. coordinator now. So maybe and a his horse. offensive line coach was uh, Garrett Touche, who's now the uh, NC State offensive line coach as well. So as a Wolf State backer, what do you think the ceiling, if That's Brennan is one. more like 21, Brennan at Virginia, what's the ceiling for the Wolf Pack this year? If he's 21, Brennan, we can win the conference. If he, if he throws for 4,500 passing cards and he's ACC player of the year, then we'll win the conference. That defense is going to be really good. Defense has a lot of veterans. Dave Doran is is the biggest high floor coach in the league, probably. Like if you like, you know, you talk about like guy like the, the the variation, right? Of like ceiling and floor. Dave Doran is is somebody who has a very high floor. The ceiling is pr- like we're probably not going to win twelve games, but like if Brendan Armstrong's an ACC, if if he throws for forty five hundred passing yards and is twenty twenty one Brendan Armstrong, NC State will be very very good. And I think it's like six and a half win total, maybe. Um, I haven't really looked at the college win totals, but like, I mean, we'll go over that. By the way, if you uh, live in the triangle uh, and you know want to do the hand signal, uh, the home schedule this year will holy smokes! I mean, Notre yeah. Dame, Louisville, Clemson, Miami, North Carolina. I mean the the uh, the economy of Raleigh is going to be booming with those five home games. Well, I mean, this I, I, year. I don't know if you guys, I mean, you, you know, like Raleigh, like I don't live in like Gatlinburg here, right? Like it's like Raleigh, Raleigh's like pretty big. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the you know, over to UConn. Um, you get Vatek on the road. We're in Charlottesville, stinks. I think. Virginia yeah. stinks. Yeah, oh, actually, if you, if you yeah, yeah, look at that, look at that schedule, and what's really really interesting if you geographically know it, they don't travel at all. The, the only time we travel is UConn. Yeah, like and at man. Wake at Duke is a car ride. The rent on a Thursday night, you better watch out. There's going to be tens and twenties of people, uh, you know, in that in that stadium there. All right, Will, uh, let's get to this. Senior writer, Qu- uh, quarterback, quarterback tears, right? That's what I'm. That's what I'm doing. A quarterback tier tour today. Um, give us. I want to see some smoke coming out the ears because it's like the week. You know, this is the slowest week of the year uh, for for sports. Give us that. Give us that scorcher. That that gambling NFL scorcher. What's your hottest take? That you've got, uh, that you're feeling, because my my partner here thinks the Titans are going to win the NFC South or AFC okay. South, so that is uh, one that, that he likes. Uh, plus well, four twenty five at DraftKings. Uh, he thinks Sam Hartman's going to the you know Hall of Fame too. Uh, excuse me, uh, Sam Howell. Uh, so give us I, I, Sam Howell. Sam Howell is very good. Sam Howell. I was doing. I did DC radio like an hour ago uh, with the Junkies and shout out um, to the Junks institution yeah, up the there best. in my neighborhood. Like here's the thing: if Sam Howell had been a second round pick. Last year, if Sam Howell, if Sam Howell had been tra- if they traded for Sam Howell and Carson Wentz had been a fifth round pick, Sam Howell would have started week one. The only reason Carson Wentz started because they they dumped trade equity into getting Carson Wentz. Sam Howell was going to be a top five pick, but had to go back to school, and they lost Javante Williams, Matt Collins, um, another receiver, Michael Carter, the running back for the Jets. Now they lost like a bunch of dudes. Mac Mac Brown's team did Carolina. Yeah, obviously I hate them as a Wolf State supporter with the hand pups and whatnot. Um, and uh, and the um, and Howell fell to the fifth round. Like the Panthers should have drafted him in the third instead of Matt Corral. Like that dude. I mean, look, Ole Miss is a fine football school. It's a terrible academic institution, obviously. But like, <laughs> you know, I think that um, I think that like I'm just I'm trolling an Ole Miss friend of mine. And uh, the um, but like the, the Panthers should have gone with Sam Howell instead of Matt Corral. And he like people forget like if the third through the seventh round is kind of like fourth through the seventh round is basically the same thing in the NFL. And so people get all worked up saying, how's a fifth round pick? He was going to be a top five pick. He's one of the top five Heisman favorites. Washington is a sleeper in that division for sure. I would say better the Panthers three to one to win the division. Though. That would be my, my scorcher. Ooh. So interesting. I had Sam Howell rated as my number quarter, number one quarterback in that draft two years ago ahead of Kenny Pickett and all those guys. I'll Terrible ne- draft class. I'll never uh, forget texting Matt Rule after they drafted uh, Matt Corral. Traded up mm. to get Matt Corral. And I sent him a text. Humble brag. WTF. <laughs> Howell greater than Corral. It's probably why I didn't get off of the Nebraska QB job. But I'll text him again <laughs> after Howell balls out. Told you so. <laughs> but, uh, I, I would I would guess it. I mean, and like, and I'm not, I don't want to call in a question. Matt Rule, what Matt Rule had um, in terms of uh, like decision making at Carolina, but I am pretty sure that that was a excuse me, a uh, David Tepper. We need a quarterback trade up. The there's a quarterback run. David Tepper, like Jimmy Haslam before him, you know, comes from the Steelers, minority owner. You know, gets his own franchise and is like, <laughs> I used to own the Steelers. Obviously, I know what I'm doing. It's like, no, you don't. You need to leave, let the football people do football stuff. And um, you've seen it in the quarterback moves that the Panthers have made over the past few years, trading for Mac. Like they basically traded a first round pick. If you add it all up for Sam Darnold, Matt Corral and Baker Mayfield. And that, you know, say that out loud. 
Um, the the Bryce Young thing, though, like Frank Wright, and no offense to Matt Rule, he I think he's a great college coach. You know, track record says so. But Frank Wright is an elite NFL coach, a really good coach, and he's got a stud coaching staff there. Jim Irsay at the press conference where he was. Fire, he fired Frank Wright and was hiring Jeff Saturday, which again, say that out loud. He he was literally bragging about Frank Wright's record. And he's like, Frank Wright, Frank had a great record here in Indianapolis. It's like, you just fired him, dude. What are you talking about? And the, the Panthers bringing him in and adding Bryce Young to a, a roster that's already in decent shape in that division where Derek Carr and a Saints coaching staff, I don't know if I trust. Baker Mayfield and a coaching staff, I definitely don't trust with no Bruce Arians. And then the Falcons, where you have Desmond Ritter and uh, the team that wants to be the Titans light. And I like the Falcons a lot this year. Uh, the Panthers are three to one. It's crazy that that number is out there. They, they almost won the division last year when Tom Brady was there. You know, it's interesting, Will. The only thing I did not love, and they made the right move to trade up to number one with Chicago. They included DJ Moore in that yeah. deal. And now that Adam Thielen is your most accomplished wide receiver, he can't run anymore. Terrence Marshall from LSU, they like him, but he's injured a lot. No Christian McCaffrey at running back. I just don't know if the offensive skill positions in year one are quite good enough. I'm with you 100%. And I did like the Thielen Hayden Hurst ads because they're just because they're solid veterans who are going to make a rookie quarterback better. Like you, you don't want to ask Bryce Young to carry the team. You want guys who will step in and fill those roles. And you look at what Frank Reich has done. Like DJ Chark, you bring in um, Mingo. They draft again, Ole Miss, terrible academic institution. <laughs> Anyone with a degree there, you know, no business like doing anything academically or business related. But I think they've got enough on the depth chart where that that team can be good enough offensively with Frank Wright coaching them up. And then defensively, if they're if they're good, easily win the division. Four to one at DraftKings. Go Pack! Right, white real. Let's go Pack, baby. Go Pack. There's Will Britson, CBS. I believe you made fun of their hand signals. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This 
is Follow the Money on VSEN. Want to get in on the fantasy action but sick of managing your roster? Sick of player injuries ending your season? With Best Ball on DraftKings, you get the best of your team all season long. This year, Best Ball on DraftKings is bigger than ever with $10 million in guaranteed cash prizes up for grabs. For a limited time, you can join DraftKings' largest Best Ball contest ever and get your first entry back in DraftKings dollars as soon as the draft is finished. Act now before the offer expires. To start playing Best Ball, download the DraftKings app. Using code FOLLOW, enter DraftKings Best Ball Millionaire contest and snake draft your team for the season each week you'll automatically rack up points for all your top scores no ads drops trades or i should have played him instead teams with the most points by the end of the season will have a shot to take home one on one million dollar top prize so what are you waiting for head to draftkings.com sign up with the code follow and start playing best ball today Join the DraftKings $10 million best ball tournament and you'll get your first entry back in DraftKings dollars only on DraftKings. Code follow gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. One per customer opt-in required with $10 entry fee. Bonus issued as 10, 10, 10 DK dollars. Woo. All right. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. Good Monday morning. Got the home run derby coming up tonight. We'll hit on that in uh, our final segment here with a couple bets that Sean and I have uh but last night in las vegas victor wembenyama wemby fest part two 27 and 12 from victor wembenyama and a gentleman who was uh at thomas and mac joins us right now sean devaney nba insider for heavy.com uh sean we were just briefly hitting on it uh off air you know victor wembenyama the hot takes were flowing after friday night's performance uh that he was gonna be a bust uh, then he has 27 and 12 last night. And I think the, the world is back to normal a little bit here, but you've yeah. seen both Victor Wembenyama games up close and personal. What have been your takeaways so far of Wemby? Yeah. You know, I, I, I think looking at the first game and really for the first part of yesterday's game, it, you could definitely tell, well, I, I think there's two things that stood out to me is, is one, he really does want to sort of be a team player and he, he doesn't want to be a guy uh, who takes over um, unless he has to. And, and, and I got to a point yesterday uh, about eight minutes into that second quarter uh, where he said, okay, I've had enough of the end scored uh, in uh, and, and really San Antonio looked terrible uh, in the first quarter and, and about four minutes. Uh, into the second quarter. And that's when he, he made a uh, kind of a fallaway jumper at the elbow uh, over a defender. Uh, and that really seemed to, to to get him going. He had a, a rebound and a dunk a minute later, uh, gets out in a fast break for another dunk uh, after that. So, you know, he, he really, he really did get aggressive there, but um, you know, the, so I think one of them is that, that that's his mindset is, is he wants to be able to uh, uh, fit in with the team. And the other thing is just, it's hard in summer league when you're a big guy because you're relying on your guards and, and San Antonio's guards, uh, frankly, are not very good. But I think we saw, right, the skills, the fluidity, the athleticism, the ball handling, the rim protection, like all the attributes are there, especially when you bring into account seven foot five. I mean, in the past, the Yao Mings, the uh, Sean Bradley, Sean Bradleys, they haven't had this level of fluidity from a 
athleticism standpoint. So he's like uh, almost unicornish in his skill set. A- am I am I wrong in how I'm evaluating the situation? No, no, that's that's right. And and you know he's he's uh, you mentioned unicorn, and, and he's a little bit like Porzingis in that way, maybe with uh, uh, with more skill coming in at this point, uh, even at such a young age. Um, and, and, you know, de- definitely a very fluid athlete, definitely, uh, easy with, with, with the ball in his hands. Uh, like I said, at, at times for San Antonio, the, the trick has been just getting the ball into his hands, uh, with, uh, with, uh, uh, you know, with the guards that they have, but, um, but yeah, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's certainly shown the skill set, uh, and, and I think that's the most important thing for San Antonio. You know, the, the, the having that fluidity does come with the drawback and that is that, uh, you know he is so skinny, and and uh, you know that's that's the big concern is that he's pretty easy to uh, uh, to push around uh, down low. Portland had a couple of uh, uh, a couple of big guys uh, down there who were able to kind of manhandle him a little bit, and, and I think you know that coming in with San Antonio, that's probably always going to be the case. But he's got to get stronger. Uh, you know that's that's not going out on a limb on my part. I know, but uh, but that's 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 pretty clear watching him. Sean Devaney, NBA editor at Heavy.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Sean and Devaney. Listen, this isn't breaking news, giving out Victor Wimbanyana. Even Scoot Henderson, though he got injured, you can just tell in small sample size that he's box office. So let's eliminate those two. From everything else you've seen in Summer League, give us maybe a dark horse candidate for rookie of the year or a rookie that may be a little under the radar that could potentially have a huge impact. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously uh, this isn't too under the radar, right. Uh, uh, but, but, but Chet Holmgren, you, you know, really has looked good. Um, you know, he's somebody who's, who's, who's definitely stood out. Um, and, uh, and, you know, it's, it's pretty clear um, that uh, if he can stay healthy, He's going to be high impact, and that's going to be. I mean, you look at that Oklahoma City team. Uh, you know, they are uh, uh, they're they're really set up uh, to be pretty good with uh, with uh, SGA, obviously Josh Giddy, Jalen Williams, uh, Holmgren, uh, Kayshawn Wallace has been really really good as well. Uh, you know, and and you know, hard to see uh, with with as loaded as that roster is how he's going to uh, how he's going to fit in. But uh, uh, but he's certainly somebody I'd, I'd, I'd keep an eye on. Um, you know, second year player, uh, Orlando Robinson in, in, in Miami, uh, you know, was terrific, uh, in his, what, 36 and 11, uh, in his first game also shot the three. And that's something to watch because that's what they need playing alongside Bam out of Bayou. I wouldn't be surprised to see him sort of be the next big, um, you know, Miami heat undrafted project, uh, who makes good. Uh, I could see him getting a lot of minutes, uh, uh for that Miami team kind of depending uh, or even re- really regardless of what happens uh, with Damian Lillard. If, if Robinson is one of the people shipped to Portland, uh, then he'll play a lot there. If he stays in Miami, he's going to play a lot there. I think he's somebody, uh, not not a rookie, but uh, uh, but that's somebody worth watching as well. Sean Devaney joining us. He's uh, here in Las Vegas and has been at Thomas & Mack uh, watching and, and taking in all of Summer League. And, you know, this is really become an event, Sean, where all the the minds of the NBA come to Las Vegas. And when that happens, there's a lot of talking. So, you know, what has kind of been the uh, the word around Thomas and Mac and here in Vegas regarding Damian Lillard's uh, potential trade? Yeah, you know, usually you come to Vegas and you get everybody together uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, things start to loosen up and uh, wheels start to turn. I don't know if there's 
uh, late nights at the bar or what that does. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but usually, uh, usually you see those things. We're not seeing that, you know, I mean, the, uh, the James Harden stuff in Philadelphia is sort of in the same place where, uh, everything just sort of seems stuck. Uh, and, and certainly with Lillard, uh, you know, it seems like the sides have now really entrenched, you know, Portland really wanted to make this, uh, a pleasant farewell to James Lillard and, and, uh, and, and it's turning into not that, you know, with, with Lillard sort of saying, uh, Miami or bust, or I'll, I'll sit out of training camp, you know, sending all these signals and, and, and the Blazers, uh, uh, you know, say, no, we want to get something for you. Uh, that's beyond, uh, uh, you know, beyond just a couple of draft picks. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really at, uh, uh, at a standstill right now. Um, you know, this is, uh, you know, the summer league goes on for, for, another it seems like about another eight weeks or so <laughs> but but no, it's uh you know it's got another eight days so there's plenty of time for things to uh to start to move but uh, uh so far there really hasn't been a whole lot of progress you know what's interesting is i've been trying to do some research on this the nba's rule changes like continually evolve as far as salary cap and player movement and now that i do think there's a third team that's that needs to be included in this the fact that you can't trade a player within the 30 days of acquiring him. I think some of that is playing into this time frame is yeah. that some of the teams involved are having to wait till that 30-day threshold happens for the trade to get approved because there are guys that are being involved and talked about that aren't quite there. Yeah, uh, you know, so the 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 Heat signed their draft picks. I mean, how could I say they had to do? I mean, uh, you know, depending on what, the, what happens here, he could wind up playing a role for them uh, last, uh, next season, uh, but because they just signed him, they can't trade him for 30 days. So if he's going to be part of that trade, uh, then, uh, then 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 he can't uh, uh, he can't be part of that trade. So uh, yeah, you know, I mean, if you're Portland, you certainly look at it like, hey, look, we've got uh, you know we've got Damian Lillard here. We want to get as much as we can. We don't care if it if it if, if it goes into August. That's okay with us. Uh, you know, certainly other teams want to get this done faster, but uh, uh, but Portland can afford to be patient here. Sean, great stuff, man. Enjoy, stuff, uh, enjoy summer league. Okay, thanks, Tim. Thanks, guys. There love, is. love the first name, by the way. It smells it differently, though. It sounds the same as Starbucks. Sean, <laughs> coffee ready. <laughs> thanks to Sean Devaney. <laughs> That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. We're sitting in for Mitch and Paul. What's in pocket? We got that for you next. We got the home run derby tonight. Wrapping things up here on Follow the Money. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.